Hello, this is Lynn. Welcome to Gentlemen Don't Get Caught. I'm here, as ever, with my friend and co-host, Alistair. Ali, hello. Hello. Uh, we're here to talk about The Flowers of Guatemala. It is the seventh track on Lightswitch Pageant. How are we doing? We're doing okay. This song I have liked more with repeated listens. I think it's safe to say that it is a grower. I agree with you. Often I see it on the playlist when I'm starting to listen to the album or a bit of the album and think, eh, I guess I'll listen to that song. And I start listening to it and I think, this is pretty good. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad that we're in agreement, but I am disappointed that you did not acknowledge my horticultural pun there. Oh, sorry. Run that past me again. Appropriately enough, the flowers of Guatemala is a bit of a grower. Nice. Yes, I get it. Flowers growing. Definitely worth drawing people's attention to. 100% it was. Because <laughs> I was so proud of myself for coming up with it that I H- How long have to... you been thinking about it before we started recording? Oh, several weeks. Okay. <laughs> That's not actually Just been anticipating true. this episode since we started just, doing this. Just, just yeah, just like... In fact, in fact, this is this is the whole reason we did we're doing this podcast in the this first is, place. Yeah, this is the only reason. So we can stop to, just to make that two minutes into this episode. Pun. Yeah, yeah. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> I guess it's always all downhill from here. I don't know. <laughs> for, for very different reasons. Like the last track was interesting. Mm. Uh, I think the song is interesting. Yeah. It. There's a lot of stuff going on with the with the structure, definitely. It always seems pretty chill and um, like almost kind of peaceful. Mm. But then there's it kicks in with the guitar solo near the end. Yeah, it goes on for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the verse, I guess, or the in- intro intro verse. I guess mm-hmm. it's a verse because it repeats a few times. Uh, it actually reminds me a little bit of Radiohead's No Surprises. There's something kind of like a similar kind of gentle mm. lullaby-esque quality to it. And yeah, and then as you say, it um, <clears throat> blooms into something <laughs> altogether different in the chorus and then... Yeah, I think in the verse it's got some reversed guitars like buried deep in the mix, which is pretty cool. Okay. It's kind of this kind of... I'm not going to try and replicate it. Go on. <laughs> this sort of... kind of sound. Like, it definitely sounds like it's reversed guitars to me. I don't know. I, I guess a little bit, maybe a little bit of a nod to the Beatles. I don't know whether they were the first band to do that in actual fact but mm-hmm. I guess they were one of the first like mainstream bands to experiment with like backwards instruments yeah it's cool and uh, you mentioned the guitar solo I feel like is this the first REM guitar solo that we've had in their whole mm. career I feel like that's wrong uh, yeah that does feel wrong I feel like this one is possibly longer I think that's it and more of a kind of guitar solo in a sort of yeah. Classic is the wrong word. Yeah, I, I definitely get where you're coming from. This has more of a, like, if R.E.M. were a different kind of a band that yeah. Peter Buck would, like, stride out into a prominent position on the stage and then, like, you know, like, the, do the Prince George, like, leg spread eagle Blackadder reference. Um, yeah, he'd be wearing leather trousers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you kind of lean back and and, like flap your hair around yeah it's definitely a big guitar solo i mean it's not like 
massively fast or complicated particularly but it is just quite long yeah and um it's it's enjoyable it just kind of springs not entirely from nowhere but yeah oh it definitely builds to it yeah but ge- a, a thing that seems generally quite peaceful so on the subject of i don't know is it the i guess the theme and the lyrics maybe i might be looking at this am i making too much of this hmm. uh, where this is an album about like I don't know, just think about Cuyahoga and things, like where this is now a bit about idealism and like rebirth, not in a literal kind of, more in a like political kind of rebirth or whatever. Because mm. Guatemala seems pretty great based on this <laughs> song. And is it? I don't know. It's Guat- Guatemala has quite a, in the twentieth late 20th century, latter half 20th century, quite a politically difficult history. Is that true? Or am I just... I'm really sorry to any Guatemalans listening that I might be just lumping this in with a lot of the rest of South America, like Chile. Yeah, I tend to think of Central America as at least, like, yeah, south of Mexico Mm -hmm. as being a bit of a kind of, like, Cold War, like, proxy battleground with, you know, the capitalist West having, uh, you know, one set of political factions that they were egging on and supporting with money and weapons and then like yeah the soviets on having having you know their their surrogates as well and it being pretty horrible for the general populations to be kind of caught in the (laughs) middle of this but yeah i guess i i guess i'm more specifically thinking of el salvador not that i know a ton about that but Um, No, and Nicaragua? Yes. I want to say both of those countries had ostensibly democratically elected, like, socialist governments Mm -hmm. that the Reagan administration was kind of like, oh, no, you don't. So, yeah, I'm probably oversimplifying. But, yeah, I don't really know what the situation was in Guatemala. Yeah, there is something sinister in the lyrics, though, isn't there? Like... L- the line there's something here i find hard to ignore that's something i've never seen before oh okay because i i mean the chorus really stuck with me mm. but yeah a lot, i didn't catch a lot of or at least they've not stayed with me a lot of the main lyrics i am um, oh, <laughs> i'm just looking it up yeah no it's interesting because then it of course it it just comes back to that like flowers cover everything but sorry pardon my terrible impression of that um but yeah, this kind of refrain of it being kind of beautiful and lush and mm. this kind of nature sort of spreading everywhere, um, which I guess could be kind of conceived as sinister, I guess, with like nature taking things back. But I don't think that's particularly sinister. No, it no, It might no. depend on your political persuasion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, or how much you like horror films. Um, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, it's like a Day of the Triffids situation. Yeah, or there can be a sort of gothic nature is sort of red and tooth and claw and mm-hmm. that, that kind of thing going on amanita is the name i had to look that up apparently it's a kind of fungus which is okay. confusing because i would have assumed it was a flower but uh yeah apparently apparently it's a it is a fungus and it's psychedelic so there you go but yeah it's um i think the like kind of beautiful and like lush kind of stuff implied by mm. the lyrics it's kind of matched by the, the like the prettiness of the melody 
Yeah, definitely. It is a very pretty melody. It's a, yeah, it's a very pretty song, I think, all told. Mm, yeah. And then we've got some sort of fairly typical REM contradictions, because we've got look into the sun, don't look into the sun. They like doing that, I feel. <laughs> do that, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, don't look directly into the sun. You should no. only look at the sun through certified protective materials. Yes, correct. Yeah, there's just a very... There's there's definitely a melancholia in this song, though, somewhere. Yeah, there is kind of an undercurrent... Again, not a musician. Like it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's a super minor song, like a minor key kind of song. But there is there is definitely an edge to it. Though whilst it's kind of beautiful and pretty, there is like an edge of like you say, melancholy. Mm. What do you think of this as well, it's kind of half following up uh, underneath the bunker. I guess it's the start of a new side on the record, so mm. wouldn't feel you'd have a moment if you were listening to it on vinyl. Yeah, I I think it's a good start to this the second side. I mean, it seems like it would be a slightly odd opener <laughs> if you if you wanted to make it the opening track of the album. But there's something about yeah, it's like I think it's a good choice for the beginning of the second side. It's definitely it feels like quite ambitious musically because it has is like very distinct sections. Yep. Like it's it's definitely one of those tracks where I go, This is this this feels like a, a song that they worked quite hard on. This is in contrast to the previous one, which has like a, a bit of a knockabout feel. <laughs> a jam session vibe. Yeah. Yeah. This this definitely feels like quite serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, it feels like they sat out like yes, the kind of the feel of it and the, the form of it feels more thought through yeah but this is definitely particularly because they're referencing a specific a specific country and mm-hmm. a, a specific uh, not technically plant is it because it's, it's his own kingdom but <laughs> particular life form uh, um that's very specific it's it's one of those songs where i i kind of feel like i'm doubting my usual <laughs> the usual approach of this show of just doing no re- no actual research like this this one feels like it's definitely got some hidden context cool um do you have anything else to say before we move on to the next track no no, no. I, I i'm increasingly impressed with this song and i'm yeah so, <laughs> i'm sorry i've undercut my thoughts with stupid horticultural puns oh no not at all um i kind of feel feel the same it's a song that i usually enjoy a lot in practice even though in my head i'm like yeah yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that song's on this album. It's kind of like you and I also just like mentally underrate this. Like, yeah, it's, it's it doesn't feel like it's in it's in the conversation for like best REM songs. When in actual fact, you know, I think it's probably one of the best songs on this album. Yeah, I do, I agree. Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder how that how that works. Whether it's just you get an idea stuck in your head and you just like. Whether it's just the name of the song or whether it's just if something doesn't strike you the first time you listen to it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and it's and it's a in general it's a quieter one. Mm-hmm. And I think I have a bit of a inherent bias towards like rockier, more upbeat stuff. Or like like properly depressing dirges. <laughs> Those are the two things that I kinda like. This God, is I love my a dirge. Well that's why I like Soundgarden so much. It's just yeah, dirge. I would explain it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. 
Um, right. Cool. Uh, on, on that note, get in touch. Join us next time. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. That's a thing. Podchase is the other thing you use, isn't it, Ali? Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, and the nice thing about that is that it's slightly less, like, buried than um, Apple Podcast reviews often are. Okay. Because, uh, like, for instance, you know, you have to do all this kind of country switching to see mm-hmm. um, Apple Podcast re- reviews that are in a country that's different to the one that you live in. Oh, a a pain. yeah, that's yeah. interesting. I've not realised that. I mean, I rarely use Apple Podcasts, so yeah. um, I do occasionally go on just to write a review, but then never really search for other reviews or yeah. use it as my daily podcatcher. Indeed, yeah. I, I was hearing the other day that supposedly the thing that's best actually for podcasts rather than, you know, reviews are good, yeah. but apparently it's subscribing is the thing um, oh, okay. that pushes you up the ratings. So, so it's like the number one thing and then ratings and reviews are kind of secondary. I think, I th- yeah, I, I, I think so. But uh, yeah, anyone who's better informed on the whole podcasting lark please well yeah absolutely so if if you like it uh yeah give it a review and if you don't like it i guess there are a million other podcasts to listen to at least at least so uh i sincerely hope that you find one that you enjoy more yeah as far as i'm aware there's no (laughs) there are no other rem track by tracks but really i don't Uh, i've not searched because i didn't really want to stumble across one that was better but um, (laughs) um no that's interesting I, I could be wrong. Like maybe. What's everyone maybe, doing with their time? I know, I know. But if if you really, really d- strongly dislike this episode, I suggest you try and do better and launch your own rival REM. Uh, yeah, we could podcast. form a community of slightly embittered REM podcasts. Or <laughs> yes, something. that'd be great. Engaged, Probably be great. <laughs> engaged in some kind of like long distance uh, musical podcast cold war. <laughs> Um, yeah, so do that, I guess, and um, otherwise, join us next time. Take care, everyone. Take care, unless you're the rival podcast, in which case, you know, salutations. And it's been bothering me since I said it ten minutes ago that I think I might have implied Guatemala was in South America when it is, in fact, in Central America. So, is it in Central America? It is, right? It is, yes. Phew. Turn on narrator. Toggle switch. On GDGC podcast at gmail.com. Tuesday, I came back home from work and just went to sleep on the sofa and then was like, Oh, I've been asleep all night, and it was eight o'clock by the time. <laughs> it was just like, what is going on?